0: The Cardinals came back to earth in week five against the Bengals. James Conner to miss multiple weeks. And it's Tankathon Tuesday, baby. Let's roll. You are Locked On Cardinals. Your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. In everybody, Alex Clancy here, Locked On Cardinals. Follow me on Twitter, Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked On AZ Cards. Thank you for making Locked On Cardinals your first listen each and every day, free wherever you get your podcast and on YouTube. Today's episode of Locked On Cardinals is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. So the Cardinals came back to earth. Okay. It was kind of a serendipitous, very fun first four weeks, regardless of win-loss record. Uh, and then not so great in the second half at home against Cincinnati. Now, this is kind of a perfect storm with so many different things, and we'll get into it. Um, James Conner said to miss multiple weeks that was broken by Adam Schefter uh, 15 minutes before I recorded this podcast, before I started recording this podcast. And we'll do Tangathon Tuesday. And for those that haven't Heard this yet? This is only the second installment of it. This is not a let's hope the Cardinals lose so they have a high draft pick. That's not what the segment is. But I think it's very important as we go through this year to keep an eye on where the Cardinals are going to draft for their pick and for the Houston Texans pick. And week five was a very interesting shift. Now, yes, both of the Cardinals picks got better, but it just is a stark reminder of how many bad teams there are in the NFL this year to start. There's like six, one in four teams, which is wild. It's wild. It's the middle class is going away in the NFL. Either you're really good or you suck. And it's the weirdest thing. And there's a lot of teams below the Cardinals that should be much better. And it's crazy. So I'll talk about that in the last segment, but again, it's never on this podcast going to be, I hope the Cardinals lose so they have a high draft pick in 2024. It's going to happen either way, but that's not something you root for. I hope the Cardinals win a whole bunch of games. Hope Kyler Murray comes back in week seven or week eight and they rip off five straight. It means that who they have on their roster already is good. And then once they actually infuse more talent in, it'll be even better. Is that going to happen? Are they going to win six or seven games? Probably not. But it's something that you kind of hope for because it keeps morale up. If you try to predict and you try to shift the future, it rarely works out in in people's benefit. So Cardinals lose 34-20 to uh, to the Bengals on Sunday. This was a combination of a couple different things. One, the Cardinals lost the turnover battle pretty handily. Josh Dobbs threw two interceptions, lost a fumble. Um, And uh, yeah, Joe Burrow threw one pick to uh devon wallace when the wide receiver fell down and that was actually a a pivotal point in the game cardinals next draft sputtered but you know first half they played well uh 17 14 it was status quo josh Dobbs threw two touchdown passes and it looked like all right business as usual let's see if the cardinals can get a dub against a team who definitely should beat them and then the second half the wheels kind of fell off Once, once turnovers come into play from the cardinals side that's something that they usually can't overcome. Week one against Washington, Josh Dobbs lost two fumbles, I believe. And that was, again, these, this isn't a knock on anybody. Like, this is, this is a year where the Cardinals are pretty much devoid of talent in very, very important positions. Whether it be injury, losing players to free agency, anything in between. This is a proof-of-concept year for Jonathan Gannon, Nick Rawlinson and Drew Petzing. So the fact that the Cardinals have been in contention in every game this year, probably not against San Francisco, but, you know, four out of the five games, that's a testament to the coaching and to the players playing their asses off. Um, But they can't turn the ball over because there's zero margin for error for this team. There's zero margin for error. If they start shooting themselves in the foot, there's no way. that They they just don't have the talent to do it. They just don't, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, One upside, only two penalties for 16 yards, which was... a a huge point of contention, um, you know, going into this game. They were one of the most highly penalized teams in the NFL. And it was egregious how many penalty yards they've had every game so far this year. Uh, But this game really comes down to the exposing of the Arizona Cardinals weaknesses. That's, that's what this is. And the one namely, is the cornerback room. Jamar Chase came in and did whatever he wanted. And this, is, this isn't this is like, you know, it, it wasn't like it was Tyler Boyd that had 14 receptions for 190 yards and three touchdowns. It wasn't that. It wasn't a backup tight end that did it. But still, it was somebody who did it. Jamar Chase, like, to me, Jamar Chase is the best receiver in the NFL. People love Justin Jefferson, and I get it. His numbers are gaudy. Jamar Chase does things... So effortlessly. He catches everything. Even though, what was it in the preseason, his rookie year, he couldn't catch a ball in the preseason. So everybody's like, oh no, what have they done? Maybe he didn't play football the entire year previously. Maybe that was it. Just needed a little. Need a little refresher. But Jamar Chase to me is the best receiver in the NFL. And we saw that on full display on Sunday. The exposure of the weakness that is the cornerback room in the the That is a cornerback room devoid of talent at the NFL level. And that's not a knock on anybody specifically. Marco Wilson didn't play well. Antonio Hamilton. They don't have guys who should be starting corners in the league, starting a corner. Marco Wilson probably should probably be a CB3. Control Clark, you know, a nickel corner or CB3. But what we saw, was what we expected to see this season. The Cardinals and we'll see when Garrett Williams comes back he was activated off the off the IR or the the NFI um uh reserve NFI list non-football injury list cuz he you know he tore his ACL last year in college at Syracuse. We'll see if he can come in and 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 have um have an impact on that room. If he comes in and he's CB1 it's like oh man Monte Osport, best draft in Cardinals history. I mean, probably not, but you know, top three. But if not, and it's going to take a while. Playing corner, I think cornerbacks the toughest position to play in football, probably aside from quarterback. But it, I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know how anybody plays corner. But what we saw was a cornerback room devoid of talent, and that's exactly what we thought we'd see. This is a two-step two offseason, two draft, two free agency rebuild. The Cardinals punted on free agency this year. Bringing Kazir White has been great, okay? That was pretty much it. So when you draft Garrett Williams, who, you know, I've talked with guys like uh, Marcus, guys I really trust, Marcus Mosier, uh, Brad Spielberger from Pro Football Focus, a bunch of guys who are a lot smarter than I am have – alluded to the effect that if Garrett Williams was healthy coming out of college this year, he would have been a fringe first round pick, definitely a second round pick. So the Cardinals may have got a diamond in the rough in the third because he tore his ACL and he knew he was going to miss games going into the season. So if he can come in and be CB1 great, it could take a while. Most likely will, especially with no real veteran leadership in that room right now for him. So this is going to be a work in progress throughout the year. This is going to be the biggest struggle for the Cardinals moving forward until the end of the season. It's not the interior of the defensive line. It's not. It's close, but it's not. It's not the pass rush. The pass rush has been probably the strongest entity on the defensive side of the ball for grading on the curve. Jalen Thompson's now hurt. Buda Baker's been out a few games. So the safety room, which is usually buxom with you know the, the optimal talent the Cardinals have on defense, neither of those guys are playing right now. So what we saw on Sunday, and this is perfectly okay, in the rebuild, is a cornerback room that was completely outmatched. And it wasn't even close. And that's okay. But that's also what happened, and that's what led to the demise of the Arizona Cardinals losing that and the turnover battle. James Conner is going to be out multiple weeks, according to reports. What does that mean for the Cardinals moving forward? I mean, a couple things. This episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by the GameTime app. So the game time app is awesome because here's the thing, like a lot of times, you know, say you want concert tickets or you want baseball game tickets or football game or basketball game. This basketball is rapidly approaching. It's like, okay, where do I go? Do I just Google the team that I want to see and then see where I can get tickets? It's just, you know, there's websites and there's, you know, Things that you have to, you know, all these things you have to kind of, you know, figure out. Game time app makes it easy. Truly. It is, you know, people say one stop shop. I hate when people say that, but it's true. Okay. The game time app has everything you need in one spot. And it's something that I love, I've used. Okay. They have deals on tickets. Right up to the start of the event, even an hour after it starts. Okay. It's the place to find last-minute seats. With zone deals, you pick the section and game time picks the seats for an average of 18% savings. They've got the view from your seat before you buy the tickets. So you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. It's absolutely insane. Okay. Take the guesswork of out of buying tickets with game time. Download the game time app, create an account, and use code locked on NFL for 20 bucks off your first purchase. Terms apply again. Create an account and redeem code L-O-C-K-E-D-O-N-N-F-L for 20 bucks off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Alex Clancy here. Follow me on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow the podcast at Locked on Easy Cards. Please go to the YouTube channel, subscribe, turn notifications on. Uh, After you do that, know this football season's here and Lockdown's kicking off our coverage with Lockdown NFL kickoff live each Friday Lockdown will go live at 2 p.m. Eastern on every Lockdown NFL YouTube channel hosts uh, Tanitra Batiste Jarvis Davis and Kyle Krabs will break down every game on the NFL slate to get you ready for your team's matchup your fantasy lineups your Benny angles and more plus get the in-depth local analysis from our stable of NFL hosts across the country Who know these teams better than anyone else? Find Locked On NFL kickoff live every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern on any Locked On NFL YouTube channel. James Conner is going to be out multiple weeks. And unfortunately, this is something that's become more of a rule than an inception to the rule. And it sucks. He's been truly the... uh, Yeah. You know, he's been the fire. He's been the heart and soul of this team, especially with Buda Baker out. And I've said this, like he's the leader of this team on the field. And it's weird. It's not weird. It's not traditional. It's not traditional for a running back to really take this role, but he's just embraced it. Like it's happened organically. And you absolutely love James Conner. James Conner is ingratiating himself to everybody. He's an Arizona Cardinal. Okay, you hope, at least I do, that people are like, oh, yeah, I forgot. He played for the Steelers. That's kind of what I want James Conner's career to be like with the Cardinals. Now, there are a couple things, and I've discussed this ad nauseum. I'm sorry, is if you've heard this a million times, this is your first listen, thank you, first of all. Second of all, you're going to get to hear this for the first time. James Conner needs to be touching the ball 50% of the time max. Max. And I know it's kind of uh, an impossible situation to have that happen this year because they don't have any running back talent. They don't have anybody that can carry that can carry the bulk of the load. If you want James Conner at his best for 17 weeks, you hope, pivoting him to the LeGarrette Blunt role is how you do it. Eating clock inside the 20 and sparingly between the 20s. If you're up 10 points, James Conner touch, should touch the ball 10 times that quarter. It's a Bill Belichick thing. Once you're up 10 points, run the ball. But you need a running back that you can trust to gain positive yardage on every play and just churn clock. And James Conner's that guy. He can be the bruiser, okay? But they've overused him so much that he can't stay healthy. I call it the Aryan fostering. Arian Foster touched the ball like 400 times three years in a row and then was never the same because the Houston Texans ran him into the ground. If you do that, there is an expiration date on running backs and their ability to stay healthy and perform at a high level. It just is. But if you want James Conner to be in Arizona Conner for the next three seasons, and I think I don't think there's any more guaranteed money coming to him after this year, there should be a massive restructuring. Give him guaranteed money for the next couple of years, whether it be you know, four or five million a year, which is fine for a running back. and you have him as the bruiser, it'll elongate his career. It'll keep him in Arizona, and that will leave room for an RB1 to come in, whether it be to the draft or for agency or otherwise, probably one of those two. And take the mantle over, take, you know, take over the reins, take over the lion's share of, of carries in the backfield. And then you can run Drew Petsing's offense the way it was intended, run the S out of the ball. Set up play action, but if you can't run the ball, this offense won't work. So, while yes, putting more money in the backfield than what running than what teams traditionally do, because this is the offense until Drew Petzing gets picked up for a head coaching job, you hope that. Oh, just one little PSA thing here: Give Drew Petzing head coach money to stay as OC. Not every great coordinator. And we don't even know if Drew Petsing is great. So far, so good. Not every great coordinator makes a good head coach. Look at the history of time. Just because you're a good offensive mind calling plays doesn't mean you're great to lead a team. More times than not, it's the opposite. Michael Bidwell, if this continues, just pay him, <coughs> excuse me, pay him five million a year and just have him be the OC. Doesn't matter. At least he'd be on the roster. At least he'd be an employee of the Arizona Cardinals with you paying him, not like Steve Wilkes and Cliff Kingsbury and whoever the hell else you paid just to go away. That was my PSA. James Conner being out is a big deal. They're going to have to figure it out. And, (coughs) excuse me, um, it's just something they're going to have to figure out. And this offense is going to be difficult to be executed without him. So they're going to have to – they sign Tony Jones off waivers. We'll see if he's – I mean, I. at this point, it's just kind of like a find guys to play and see if they can muster up a couple more wins. Uh, otherwise, it is going to be a long last, what, 12 weeks, 13 weeks, including the bye of the season. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. Um, still waiting on word for Jalen Thompson, how long he's going to be out. Jonathan Gannon was a little tight to the vest with that yesterday. Um, we'll see. That's another huge blow. All of the Cardinals leaders on defense. Gone. Well, let's see what happens. Alex Glanti, Locked on Cardinals. Um, Tankathon Tuesday. Uh, for those who don't know what that is, we'll discuss it as we roll on here. Locked on Cardinals, your team every day. But first, this episode of Locked on Cardinals is brought to you by FanDuel. Fan duel, baby. I mean, here's the thing. We're heading into week six. So if you haven't snapped into the action this NFL season with FanDuel, what are you doing? They're America's number one sports book right now. New customers get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place a $5 bet. New customers place a $5 bet. You get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. Win or lose. I mean, have you gone to the app yet? Um, if you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action. The app is super easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, uh, including spreads, player props, over-unders, like everything. Single game parlays. But you know, five bucks, do over-unders on a bunch of different things, and voila. Um, yeah. New customers, bet five bucks. Get $200 in bonus bets guaranteed. So visit Fandle.com slash Locked On and kick off the NFL season. Fanduel, official partner of the NFL. is on Tuesday, part two. Alex Clancy, Locked On Cardinals. Uh, hi, Everydayers. Thanks for hanging out. Um, so here's the thing. I do this segment, and this is not Again, disclaimer, this is not a, I hope the Cardinals lose every game. That's not what this is. This is just to concurrently pay attention to the present as it pertains as well to the future, meaning the 2024 NFL draft and where the Cardinals will be drafted. So through five weeks, the Cardinals now have the seventh and tenth picks. Seventh there's Houston's tenth. Um. It's so crazy how many bad teams there are so far this season. So the teams – and the reason why I do this is this is – every week will be kind of like a different litmus test on exactly where the Cardinals are, what teams that are better than the Cardinals have the same record as them and who will most likely turn it around in some capacity, and what teams the Cardinals will actually be, you know, racing to the top with uh, come the end of the 2023 season. So picks one through seven, Carolina – Worst team in football, for sure. Chicago two, Denver three, Minnesota four, New England five, New York Giants six, Arizona Cardinals seven. And then eight and nine are Green Bay and Las Vegas and Houston's 10. So when you look at this, what teams that are drafting technically, if the season were to end today higher than the Cardinals, which teams are better than the Cardinals? Who will most likely jump out of those spots? Denver, probably. Minnesota probably, Um, the Giants probably, but you're looking at Carolina. Well, so Chicago twice and New England, who looks terrible. So the Cardinals right now, I think are really vying for that fourth spot. Um, You'd think New England will find their offense somewhere. They haven't scored a touchdown in two weeks. I think they've been outscored. What is it? 69 nice to three in two weeks. Um. The Cardinals are in a pretty good spot. Now, the teams that are trailing the Texans, 11 through 15, Jets, Washington, Tennessee, Cincinnati, and the Rams. And then the Chargers and Cleveland, who are both on bye this week. I mean, I would think, except for the Jets, I would think all those teams will kind of take a bump up. Uh, Houston losing was huge for the Cardinals. That was very, very big. Because if they move to 3-1, and you know... Oh, wait, what? No. Three and two. Um, It's just, it's better than they lost. Houston's better than they lost. So where the Cardinals are right now, fine. They played well, four out of, well, I guess three out of the five games this year so far. There's a vibrancy around this team that is fun. It's kind of a, let's see what happens. Players to get behind. I, I said before the season started, it's very, very likely that this is going to be a, player spotlight year where you get to know younger players. You get to know players who uh, wouldn't necessarily be starting on different rosters. And, you know, you get to get behind some, some of the stars and just say, you know what, let's see what this is going to be like for the future with a specific player, Hollywood Brown, namely. And it seems like he's, he's got what it takes with some help to be the guy, either wide receiver one or wide receiver, uh, you know, one a. So, and that's, that's what it's been so far. You know it's been fun to see Dennis Gardeck up his sack totals. It's been fun to see Zayvon Collins in spots. Um, Kazeer White's been great. Uh, you know, by all accounts, definitely an up. Uh, you know, a, an uptick from from Isaiah Simmons. Um, the offensive line's been fine. Uh, they gave three sacks last week, but you know the interior of the offensive line hasn't you know been the strongest. Paris Johnson Jr. Has looked fine. Have, haven't been talking about him a lot, which is a good thing. DJ Humphreys looks older. This may be the last year he's going to be an Arizona Cardinal unless they want to make him a rotational piece. Um, I think it may be time. Uh, I just hope that, you know, they can... Uh, you don't really want to see DJ Humphreys play anywhere else. Um, I don't know if they want him. I don't know if they can move him to the right side. I don't know if he'd benefit moving to the right side. I don't know. If he know I don't even know if he can play inside. Um, but it, he got beat pretty badly a bunch the last couple of weeks. So... Uh, this may be the the beginning of the end for him. But overall, you know, it's been a fun year so far. It's going to probably get longer <laughs> as the season progresses, meaning the wins aren't going to be there, and you're going to have to find these these building block pieces. Oh, you know what? That was good this game. That was good this game. That was good this game. This player played well this game. Let's see if he can, you know, expound upon it the next week. Some things like that. Um, all in all, right now, Cardinals are sitting at 7-10, and 10. With theirs and Houston's pick, respectively. Um, you'll expect these picks to get better as the season progresses. Uh, and I'm here for it. That's what Techniques on Tuesday is about. It's just an update. And I think one segment a week is necessary to talk about the future of this team concurrently with the present. And that's what just happened. Bam! Alex Lancy, locked on Cardinals. I'll talk to you tomorrow.